it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I'm at a loss after last night. I, I really am. Because there, there's no um, there's no creative take on what we saw. Literally, the in almost the entirety of the State of the Union, outside of talk of sanctions on Russia, I, I will open the phones for any Democrat who will tell me that what they heard last night was something new and original. It felt like every single line from the speech was just a clip and paste from every other speech Joe Biden has given, starting with the 2008 campaign. We got stories about Scranton, PA again, bottom up, middle out again. On one side, he was telling one side of the room that corporations don't pay their fair share. But then he told the other side of the room that that there will that there'll be research. I mean, when he taught the part about, and we have all the audio, don't worry, we're, we're going to get to it. But I, I just, I find myself at a loss. And I, I don't say that very often. He was praising Ford and GM for building electric vehicle plants. Well, duh, we're subsidizing electric vehicles. He was blabbering on about, about how corporations don't pay their fair share. They're promoting the things that we're subsidizing. So if you raise a tax on a company but then subsidize their business model, you aren't really taxing them. I, I, I just was sitting there last night, sitting at my computer with my Twitter feed up, and I was like, there's just nothing here brand new. There's really nothing much. Oh, and of course, everything's going to be free. Free interwebs, free home siding. Was the speech brought to you by Pfizer? Free Pfizer pills? Free child care? Free elder care? And it's all going to be paid for by taxing and spending. Wow, brand new. When he said Kamala and him had a new vision for the economy, taxing and spending. We've never heard that before. I, I know that some of you, especially the ankle biters, the, the, the people, some of the ankle biters, Listen to this program more than the supporters, which is fine. I don't care why you listen. I don't care. As long as, as, long as you pay for your subscription to SiriusXM, I don't care why you listen. If you want to listen because you hate my guts, I don't care. As long as you pay your subscription, why you listen, I doesn't, doesn't make a difference to me, being totally honest with you. So it was expected, right? It was expected that... When I came on this program or Marlo started his program or Webb got on the air, then after me, Hannity, that conservatives would criticize the speech. But I want to I I meet the person who was sitting there last night. I want to talk to the person that was sitting there last night going, I feel so much better now. I'm so reassured that this man has an actual plan 
going forward. To listen to Democrats, you'd have to forget. They want to start everything after the pandemic, never before. When he said that they created six and a half million jobs, well, yeah, that's after you killed seven million jobs. After you locked people out of their businesses, after people were first forced to be furloughed. Forcing someone to trade employment for welfare, then saying, okay, now you can go back to work, is not job creation. That's not job creation. That'd be like if you put a kink in the hose and then you open the kink and go, look at all this water. Rodney Dangerfield, Rodney Dangerfield used to tell a joke about how Frank Sinatra saved his life once. And he said a couple of guys were beating him up outside of a casino in Las Vegas and Frank Sinatra came over and said, boys, boys, that's enough. You can't cause the problem then claim you've solved the problem. You can't have an authoritarian lockdown led almost exclusively by Democrat governors drive GDP into the ground and then go, whoa, the economy's growing now. Yeah. If you're choking somebody and they can't get oxygen, then you let off the choke and they can breathe Should they be thankful that they could breathe now when you're the one that was choking them? Wyandic 695, Patriot 9572874. There's, there was literally, there's literally nothing to go on from last night that had, that had even, was even a modicum of being original. On one side, Biden was demanding gratitude for the American Rescue Plan, but then kind of ignored its relationship to inflation, which he says he can now solve. So he signed trillions of dollars, and, and we say, well, Trump did it too. I beg Donald Trump not to, sign the, not to sign any of these plans. We hand out trillions of dollars. Oh, and then he announced... The DOJ is going to you know, create a pandemic fraud department. The whole damn thing was a fraud. But play cut one. Unlike the $2 trillion tax cut passed in the previous administration that benefited the top 1% of Americans, the American Rescue Plan... The American Rescue Plan helped working people and left no one behind. Okay, the American Rescue Plan did what those people you speak of were forced out of business, forced out of work, forced out of an income. You can't give the, you can't stand there and say, thank me for giving you some free money when I forced you out of work. And oh, by the way, those very same people are now paying for that free money in the form of inflation and commodity price increases. Now, how many times, cube cut two, was this the State of the Union or the 2020 campaign? Play cut two. Look, Vice President Harris and I ran for office 
and I realize we have fundamental disagreements on this, but ran for office with a new economic vision for America. Invest in America. Educate Americans. Grow the workforce. Build the economy from the bottom up and the middle out, not from the top down. Because we know. Because we know. Bottom up, middle out, straight Because we know when the middle class grows, when the middle class grows, the poor have a way up and the wealthy do very well. America used to have the best roads, bridges, and airports on earth. And now our infrastructure is ranked 13th in the world. Wow, I thought the American Rescue Plan had infrastructure in it. Oh, no, 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 no. We have to pass Build Back Better and the Green New Deal to get infrastructure. We don't budget for infrastructure every single damn year. We've spent trillions on infrastructure. But now we're ranked 13th. That's it. If we don't get it, we need another multi-trillion dollar plan. Now here's Biden bragging about electric vehicles. Cut four. There's something happening in America. Just look around and you'll see an amazing story. The rebirth of pride that comes from stamping products made in America. The revitalization of American manufacturing. Companies are choosing to build new factories here when just a few years ago they would have gone overseas. That's what's happening. Ford is investing $11 billion in electric vehicles, creating 11,000 jobs across the country. GM is making the largest investment in its history, $7 billion to build electric vehicles, creating 4,000 jobs in Michigan. Yeah, when you can get a $7,500 tax credit on an electric vehicle. Well, duh. There's consumer subsidies. There's manufacturing subsidies. The government's offering to use the tax base to create the charging stations. Duh. If you offer a business a subsidy, you can't go, well, gee, they're choosing us now. Wine 695 Patriot. Okay, that was cut three. Let's go to cut four. Here's his read my lips moment. Cut four. Under my plan, nobody, let me say this again, nobody earning less than $400,000 a year will pay an additional penny in new taxes. Not a single penny. <clears throat> I may be wrong, but my guess is if we took a secret ballot in this floor, that we'd all agree that the present tax system ain't fair. We have to fix it. I'm not looking to punish anybody. But let's make corporations and wealthy Americans start paying their fair share. This I've never understood. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forego playing the next few clips. I've never understood this idea that somehow it's fair that other people pay, some people pay more and other people pay nothing. And the people who pay nothing use all the services. And the people who pay more or pay at all can't use the services. Well, they do people, some people can't afford. Yeah, but see, I thought you guys believed in equal protection under the law. There's, and I will stop this program. I will give you this. Remember, I'm a dummy. I'm a dumb, right-wing, nutcase, C student, state college grad, former rock DJ. I'm the dumb one. And you're the smart one. 
I will put my pen down, put my coffee cup in front of me, and I will sit here while you recite to me the line of text in the Constitution that allows for a progressive tax code. I'm all ears. I'm ready to hear it. You can do this. You're smarter than me. 1-866-957-2874. I would like somebody to show me the progressive tax code in the Constitution. Because that would not that would not jive with equal protection under the law. You cannot say, well, we have equal protection under the law, except when we pay taxes. The only way to constitutionally raise a tax in this country after equal protection is either the flat tax or the fair tax. But even before that, the power to lay and collect taxes makes no mention of taxing citizen A more than citizen B percentage-wise or taxing citizen A to benefit B. If you could show me that in the Constitution, not screaming at me, not yelling at me, not telling me I don't care about poor people. If you could show me in the Constitution the progressive tax code, I will shut my mouth. I'm waiting. Let me, you know what? I, I, well, do we have the clip? Okay, we do have the, uh, the border clip. Okay. That might be the one we use when we come back. Because it was amazing. Last night, Joe Biden told us that under no circumstances is he going to prevent people from crossing the border illegally. He told us that there would be new technology, whatever that is, that would somehow sniff out the fentanyl. But it will not stop anybody from crossing the border illegally. So let me ask you Democrats this question. I know you're listening. And I will tell you this. I'm all about civil dialogue. I'm a nice guy. If you can explain to me the justice. If people are crossing the border, this is not immigration. What we're dealing with is they keep saying immigration reform, immigration reform, immigration reform. We don't have an we do not have an immigration problem. We don't. We simply don't. That's a lie. Because there are more people that want to come here than there are avenues for them to come here or people to process their desire to come here does not mean our system's broken. Our system's fine. Our system is just dandy. It's other countries that have the problem. So you explain to me this. We leave the border open. We refuse to prevent people from crossing illegally. Biden promised last night more immigration judges. We know who those people are going to be. They're just going to be rubber stamps. They're just going to be they're just going to process paperwork. They're not going they're not going to reject people who've crossed the border illegally. 200,000 people are crossing our border illegally every month on top of the 20 year long uh, number of 11 to 20 million. So we're somewhere probably somewhere in the range of 30 to 40 million. We have no idea. We have no idea. We have tens of millions of people in the country illegally who have needs. Explain to me the justice of taxing the American citizen 
to support the person that crossed the border illegally. Then I'll go one step further. Justify taxing we the people for any non-citizen. Where's the just, where's the, where's the constitutionality of that? Because I can't find it. Immigration is not wealth redistribution. Immigration is not charity. Immigration is not to first and foremost benefit the immigrant. It's supposed to first and foremost benefit the host nation. There is no other nation on earth. Well, except maybe Germany a couple of years ago. I'll take that back. That just lets people flow into the country and then figures out how to confiscate more from the citizenry to support it. Now, I'm, I know what's going to happen. I always get met with, this is my favorite, my, my favorite one. Well, what about the contributions of immigrants? What immigrants? If somebody's a contributor who's here legally, there's no complaint whatsoever. But if we're importing tens of millions of people, let me just make it as ba- basic as I can. If you have a million people contributing a single dollar to the treasury, but qualify for $3 in spending per person, there's no net gain there. The idea that our contributions versus our payouts are neutralized once we, once we put it through the sausage press of Washington, D.C., well, if you said, well, illegal immigrants contribute, you know, tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, but if you're spending out even more than that on them, their contributions are wiped out. To actually believe that open border third world migration is a net gain for the country is a lie. It's a lie. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west on Sirius XM Patriot Channel 125. <laughs>